Hello and welcome to The Print Pod. I am Ananya Bharadwaj, Associate Editor with The Print. And today I bring to you my article, Political Murders or Maoist Desperation? What is behind the killings of three BJP work- workers in Chhattisgarh? On 5th February, 48-year-old Neelkant Kakim was returning home after attending a relative's wedding at Pinkram village in Chhattisgarh's Bijapur district when he was suddenly surrounded by a group of axe-wielding men. As his nephew watched horrified, the men allegedly hacked him to death. Five days later, on 10th February, Sagar Sahu, a resident of Choten Dongar in Narayanpur, opened the door of his house at around 8pm. Two bike bone assailants allegedly riddled him up with bullets before making their escape. The following day, on 11th February, a group of men stopped 43-year-old Ramdhar Alami of Hitamneta village in Dantewada while he was on his way back after a puja in another village. They allegedly brutally slashed him with a sharp weapon and brought his dead body back to his village. There were two common threads in three killings. One was that Maoist extremists took responsibility for them, although no one has been arrested yet. The other was that all the victims were functionaries of the Bharatiya Janta Party. The first victim, Kakem, was the president of BJP's Usur Mandal in Bijapur. Sahu was Narayanpur district's BJP vice president, while Alami was the former Sarpanch of Hitamita village and also a BJP worker. The murders have predictably caused a political firestorm in Chhattisgarh where the Congress is in power and assembly elections are just months away. Last week, the BJP staged protests across the state over the law and order situation and targeted killings of party workers. State BJP leaders have also alleged that the Congress collaborated with Maoists to silence the opposition ahead of polls. The Congress has dismissed these allegations as pre-election slander, also pointing out that the state government has asked the National Investigation Agency to probe the three killings. However, the heart of the story may be getting lost in the political rhetoric. The print spoke to senior police officials in Chhattisgarh who said that Maoist violence is primarily driven by a desire to create terror as a way to bolster their own relevance in the tribal region where they have been losing popularity. Further, the self-professed perpetrators of all three murders later made it clear that they went after the three BJP members for reasons other than their party affiliations. While the Maoist accused Kakim and Alami of being police informants, they claimed Sahu was a pimp for a mining project. But Buster Inspector General Sundaraj P. said that the real reason that Maoists were allegedly killing people was to create sensation. He said, and I quote, This is not a new strategy. On an average, they strike and kill five to six individuals every year. This is just to create fear among people and public administrators, irrespective of party affiliations. Police data accessed exclusively by the print also shows that Maoist violence follows a pattern of cyclic flare-ups. And over the years, more members of the Congress than the BJP have fallen victims. The Naxal groups purportedly behind the killings of Kakem, Sahu and Alami are still in the shadows, but they have boldly announced their motives, police officials have said. However, the police also advise taking these purported reasons with a pinch of salt. Soon after Sagar Sahu was killed, a warning in the form of a pamphlet came into circulation in the area, attributed to a Maoist group called the People's Liberation Guerrilla Army. The note of which the print has a copy stated in Hindi, and I quote, The RSS and BJP president was given the death sentence by the PGLA on popular demand. He is a pimp of Amdai Ghati and an agent of Nico Company. This is a warning to not be a pimp for these companies. The reference here was to an iron ore mining project allotted to Jaiswal Nico industry in Narayanpur's Dongar Hills in the Amdai Ghati area. The Maoists are opposed to the project over which other incidents of violence have also taken place. In 2021, Maoists allegedly attacked the site, killing one person. For the killing of Ramdhar Alami, the reasons were given were different. 
A pamphlet placed near his body and purportedly signed by PGLA Maoist claimed he was murdered for being a police informant who encouraged the surrender policy. The note also alleged that he made money out of the Bodhghat dam. This is a project of that Chhattisgarh Bhupesh Baghel-led Congress government had received in 2021 after a long hiatus, leading to a political protest over expected displacement of tribal residents. The note seen by the print said, and I quote, "From 2012 to 2017, Alami has been an informant, a secret soldier. He encouraged the surrender policy and was also corrupt. He was warned thrice to not act like a police informant. He was given the death sentence by PG." GLA because he was not listening. In the case of Kakem, no pamphlet has been found by the police, but sources said that villagers had conveyed that Maoists had targeted him since they believed him to be a police informer too. However, additional director general Chhattisgarh Police Vivekanand Sinha, who holds the charge of Naxal operations, told the print that Maoist purported justifications should not be taken at face value. When they carry out these killings, they have to justify them in the eyes of the locals. The real motive is to terrorize them, send out a message, and strengthen their hold so that none of the villagers. dare to go against them he said the speed of killings this month should not be seen as political but instead as a sign that maoists are getting desperate to regain their footing in the region said adg sinha he said and i quote these are isolated incidents and have nothing to do with the deceased being from the bjp the maoists do not care about party cadres he said police data accessed by the print shows that every year 3 to 4 political killings are reported from chatisgarh cutting across party lines if anything members of the congress seem to have come in the firing line most frequently in total since 2001 48 bjp members 64 congress leaders and 7 from other parties have been killed by maoists in chatisgarh the breakup for the past 6 years or so illustrates the varied patterns of these political killings in 2017 two congress leaders were killed by maoists the following year two bjp leaders and two congress leaders were killed in 2019 one bjp leader one congress and one leader from another party was killed in 2020 again three bjp leaders and one congress person was killed in 2021 two congress leaders were killed and there was no one from the bjp in 2022 one bjp leader was killed and there was no one from the congress in 2023 till now three bjp leaders have come under the political killings category data on civilian killings in chatisgarh also shows it to be recurring phenomenon in 2017 52 civilians were killed by maoists in 2017 the number went up to 57 and in 2018 89 civilians were killed the following year 48 civilians were killed in 2020 48 civilians were killed and in 2021 43 civilians were killed In 2022 the number dipped to 36 and in 2023 eight civilians have been killed in the past two months the maoists are doing these killings because they are desperate sinha explained their base is eroding since we have started opening up police camps in the interiors their support base among the tribal population has also gone down they are unable to gather people for protests against the government or the police and thus they are terrorizing them by doing these killings Sina added that Maoists were jittery since the law and order situation in their hunting grounds had improved significantly. At a public meeting in Korbad's January, Union Home Minister Amit Shah had said that the central government aimed to eradicate the Maoist threat by 2024. The killings of the three BJP workers has raised concerns that this violence is growing worse, but officers in the security apparatus say this is not the case. Speaking about the Naxal situation in the state, the local police as well as the Central Preserve Police Force deployed in key areas claimed that overall attacks on security forces, civilian killings and explosions and blasts have decreased in the past 5 years. 
They added, however, that spate of violence are still part of a cycle that repeats every few years. The data also makes it clear that while incidents of Maoist revealed violence have dwindled overall, the threat has not faded entirely. According to official data from Bastar, a Maoist stronghold, 497 incidents of violence attributed to the extremists were reported in the district in 2017. The following year, 2018, saw a marginal drop and 462 such incidents were reported. In 2019 and 2020, 330 and 334 cases were reported respectively, dropping to 253 in 2021. Last year, 2022 saw 240 such incidents. In the first two months of 2023, 30 such incidents have been reported. If we look at the data, the incidents of violence since 2017 have come down by 70% in Bastar, a senior police officer said on condition of anonymity. The number of personnel from security forces killed by Maoists across Chhattisgarh has also seen a decline. The incidents of attacks on security forces have also gone down. Data on explosions and blasts show that in 2018, 54 incidents were reported, which saw a marginal slide in 2021 when 32 incidents were reported. In 2022, 29 such incidents were reported, and in 2023, so far, two explosions have been reported. Regarding instances of Maoists snatching weapons from security forces, there was a steady increase in such incidents after 2018, but 2022 bucked the trend. Senior officers in the police and security forces attribute their increased operation to reducing the range of Maoists to only a few kilometers in former bastions like South Bijapur, South Sukma, Indrabati National Park. Abujmar and Koyali Beda. However, sources said that Maoists still have a strong presence in South Bastar area bordering Bijapur and Sukma. Speaking to the print IGCRPF of Chhattisgarh sector, Mr. Saket Kumar Singh said to stop their expansion, several camps are being set up in the areas where earlier the police or forces had no access. The local tribal communities also now are not supporting the Maoists, which has made them desperate. The situation has improved significantly. Our focus is on opening of camps, roads, and reducing their territory. We are also ensuring that more and more of them surrender. The number of Maoists surrendering or being arrested, though, have not shown a significant change. In 2018, 465 Maoists surrendered, followed by 315 in 2019. In 2020, 344 surrendered, followed by 554 in 2021. In 2022, the surrender came down to 416, and in 2023, 92 Maoists have surrendered till now. In 2018, 1,251 Maoists were arrested, but only 260 arrests were made in 2022. The focus of all agencies working in Chhattisgarh, however, is to reduce Maoist territory of operation. Describing the situation in Bastar, the senior police officer quoted earlier said that the region had 994 Maoist heavy gram panchayats, home to 2,710 villages. Of these villages, he claimed 559 had been freed from Naxal control, and 262 schools in the area have also been reopened. In 2018, the Naxal problem spread across two-thirds of the state. Areas like Dhamtari, Kabir Dham, and Raigarh in central Chhattisgarh were a challenge. A lot of political leaders and civilians were killed. The roads were closed. Schools were also shut down. The officer said. He added, "But with the government's intervention, 15 base camps were started. Bridges and roads have been built. Some roads that were shut for last 20 to 25 years have also been started again." According to official data, 58 new base camps have come up in Bastar, Dantewada, Kondagaon, Bijapur, Kanker, Sukma, and Narayanpur after 2018. Moreover, 51 roads spread across 1,616 kilometers have also been completed. 
In South Bastar alone, 375 kilometers of roads where there was a security vacuum are also being built, the officer said. BJP leaders in Chhattisgarh alleged that killings of party workers were part of a larger political conspiracy by the Congress. Speaking to the print, Arun Sao, the Chhattisgarh BJP president, said that the killing were an attempt to intimidate the opposition ahead of state elections. He said, and I quote, This is no coincidence, but a well-planned conspiracy by the Congress party. They want to intimidate us so that our people do not step out to visit their areas for any welfare activities or campaigns. Sao added that the Congress party has also lost support in villages and that is what is making them anxious. They know that they are going to lose, which is why they are now using fear to keep our party workers inside. First, they took away the security of most of our leaders and then they got these killings done to intimidate others. This plan has been hatched by the Congress party, he said. Countering these claims, Congress spokesperson Sushil Shukla said that when BJP was in power, 118 Congress party workers, including block district and youth presidents, were killed in Naxal attacks between 2004 and 2018, but this was never turned into a political issue. For 15 years, when the BJP was in power, so many of our party workers were killed by Maoists, but we never called it a political conspiracy. The killings are unfortunate, but to say that we are involved with the Maoists is stooping to a new low. It is proof that they have no better issues to raise, he said. He added, in May 2013, when an entire convoy of Congress leaders was attacked in Jiram Ghati and 27 lives were lost, the BJP did not allow a probe of an external agency, Shukla said. Here, we have ourselves asked NIA to probe the three killings. We have nothing to hide. That is all we have for now. We will be back tomorrow with a new episode.